for a little bit longer. Okay, we got a special guest. Oh shoot! Look at it. we got a dialer. Um, hey, <laughs> hey, long time listener, first time caller. How are you guys doing? Oh my God, what, what is Ryan? <laughs> Hola amigos de Pancho Villas Army, aquí el sargento with El Coronel. What? Well, did I miss my cue? See, it's been that long that I haven't been on the podcast that I missed my cue. You gotta pretend that you're just, okay. you gotta have some enthusiasm, Coronel. Let me ask, let me ask. Okay, let's do it again. Take two. <laughs> Hola amigos de Pancho Villas Army, aquí su sargento, along with El Coronel. Ah, uh, okay, we'll give, we'll, we'll keep, we'll, we'll keep that one. Take, yeah. we'll, we'll, by the time we're done, be like, take five. Yeah, you can edit it. You know, uh, we'll do a, a what a, a tune. What's that tune? Uh, like tune right, voice, like a like a tune town, like a like a. No, like no, no. The 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 music that now they sing nowadays, they don't even sing. Auto tune, auto tune. Oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Auto tune, baby. There you go. There you go, man. I got you. Sounds All right, man. Well, um, <laughs> we're getting upgrades everywhere. Look at that. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to uh, my boy. Oh my gosh, what's his name, dude? He uh, he hooked us up from Australia. Um, Dan, started... Dan the Dan. man. Dan he the recognized man. Um, this one gentleman who who does a lot of the woodwork. Have you seen this stuff? Mm -hmm. His work that he did. Yes. He did like the, the Chivas one right here for me. Mm -hmm. Yep, saw that. But then he saw did that. La Selección for me right here. Look at that. That's awesome. You know, it's, I'm 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 kind of jealous. I wasn't even offered. I wasn't even <laughs> mentioned. So I expect one with my face on it. That's what I want. What's your face that's on it? That's, that's, that's scary. That's scary, man. I don't know. Just uh, in time for Halloween. You know, I'm sure there's somebody out there with uh, Coronet's face tattooed in their back, though. <laughs> I know there's some. Yeah. So it's uh, it's Monk underscore FC. Uh, Monk, thank you again for your for the hookup there. That looks really nice. It's going to be awesome. Just displaying it. I don't even. I, I just put it there for now. It's going to go somewhere. I don't know. Nice. I'm trying to figure out a place for it. Nice. Maybe Coronet's back. <laughs> I know. I, I have a perfect place for that. You can oh, cover up that hole in the wall that you <laughs> that you that you went in through. That's perfect spot, bro. Damn, man. You're not going to forgive me about that. And my oh, birthday was last month. Uh, speaking of birthdays, G is not here oh. for us to sing happy birthday. She got, had another birthday recent or another birthday. Like We always have birthdays. Yes. Happy birthday, G. Sorry you're not here. Hopefully you had a good time. Um, I think she is uh, older than you, Coronel, but doesn't look like it. No, 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 not at all. I don't think anybody's older than me. Nobody. <laughs> I, I, I'm taking the cake. Chabelo, and I'm next. <laughs> Have you seen those? People are messed up, dude, bro. Are they going are jacked up? Oh, oh yeah. Dude. What's no, up with the gente? Los Mexicanos, like we just do the the most outrageous thing, like the whole Mortal Combat, Chabelo versus uh, the queen, the queen that just passed that passed away. Then Chabelo versus. Uh, uh Betty White and then he kept saying mm -hmm. he's winning y finalmente se nos acabó el chabelo man no yeah, más. too bad no no estamos listos parece que no tenemos trabajo I mean, de volada nomás algo pasa y salen los memes I mean, right away. the memes like, like literally minutes minutes from an incident any incident they pop up so I like yeah. to know what they do what they actually do with their free time right what, what they do with all that energy but they they, yes. they put it into oh my gosh you, you don't want to make a mess you don't want to mess up that's why we, mm -hmm. we know we're we're not, Cornel, you don't, you know, you're not on the Twitter, are you? All the mm -hmm. time? 
no. I, I say I stay off the Twitter now because the Twitter has actually become a, a, just a platform for people just to complain. Yeah. People that are living in mama's basements and they just sit there and complain about everything. And obviously they know oh, they, and they're they have all the answers. They have all the answers. And so and it's they, just time to stay off. And they're brutal. Um, speaking of that, um, let's, let's, let's go into a conversation. We got a couple of things we want to talk about today. First of all, how do we see the first two matches this year for La Selección? Um, what are we expecting for Phoenix? Dude, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And guess what, Cornel? It's not happening in June. It's happening in April. Yes. That's Milagro. That's a, that's a, that's a milagro. So you know what that means? Tailgate weather. Tailgate weather. <laughs> what is that? Just <laughs> no. Weather. I mean, dude, seriously, they, they decide. Siempre tienen los juegos aquí. Está haciendo un calorón. Sí. Y lo, and, y lo, everybody wants a tailgate. And I'm like, dude, it's like 179. We could do the tailgate. Nah, I don't know. No. And but right, so, dude, the way, the way, I mean, let's not jinx it. I think we, we might jinx it by talking about it. But dude, mm-hmm. Arizona has been the envy of all the all the country, dude, because our weather's been gorgeous. Beautiful. Let's you keep... can see my tan my tan line right here. <laughs> farmer's tan. Farmer's tan. Farmer's tan. Got the just this around his chest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the weather's gonna be awesome. But let's and we're gonna then talk about the Vegas as well. What what updates, what information we have for the uh mm-hmm. the, the match there coming up against uh US and US. I mean mm-hmm. US all around. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Conan, what are your thoughts, dude? We we saw two matches. Um, what are your think? What do you think? What are your thoughts so far? Is it too early to tell? Hippian says, man. Guess what are the circles saying around the Cornet circle? Well, the, the circle is obviously everyone's frustrated, right? Everyone's thinking. Um, my thought, my thought about it is it's too early. It's way too early to start passing judgment. Um, although in my personal opinion, I probably would have caught up a whole different batch of players because I think all these players, with all due respect, have kind of shown us what they've got or, or what they had or they never had, for so to speak, right? And yeah. so I, I, th- I think I think with these particular games coming up, um, they had a chance to kind of uh, try out some new players. But being that it was an official game, you kind of don't want to, you know, you don't want to risk it, right? So, which is why I'm excited about the Phoenix game because I think the Phoenix game is obviously going to have nothing but domestic players, young players, young talent. They're going to try to throw everything that they can. This is, if you're going to, if you got to give me game, this is one, right? This is it. And I would totally, I'm expecting a different lineup, different result, yeah. more energy. Uh, but the past two games, again, I pretty we pretty much felt like we saw pretty much, pretty much a lot of the same. Right. A lot of the same, at least what I thought um, about, you You know, what about you, first of all? And the question I want to throw at you is a lot of the polemica, right? A lot of the, the, the players responses to the to the fans, you know, booing. Uh, let, let, let's 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 touch on that. Talk about that. What do you think about that? OK, uh, first of all, say I'm, I'm with you. I think it's too early, but it's frustrating because it's like you, it's. You know, they just put a new coach. It's, it's like I think of a package, right? You get it. You're getting a product. And they just put a new label on it, but it's the same product, mm-hmm. you know, by the, by the label I'm talking about a coach, right? The whole, mm-hmm. the whole structure. Um, but I think to your point, it's, they didn't want to, I mean, they just had to go with what right now for what's work, what's been working or what they know can do, so, which to your point, no, they did it. They didn't want to risk it. And they went with the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, first of all, Surinam, that should have been a blowout. And then dude, how they were playing, they were playing mano a mano a tu a tu con Mexico for, for mm-hmm. some of that for some of that game. I was like, this is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Jamaica, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there was an auto goal, but still, 
even if it was two to one, Jamaica was still causing havoc. And, and still at times where it's like Mexico didn't seem like they were dominating like they should. So, no, not impressed. Um, I'm looking forward to the U.S.-Mexico game here in Phoenix. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what this coach does now. I mean, you know, he, he's supposedly scouting and checking out the players. So show us what you've been looking at and and, and, and create a team that can that can that can cause havoc to the US. Cause right now, oh, dude, I don't know what a lot of people have been saying that US is uh is is king right now, the CONCACAF, and, and I, I it's hard for me to deny it right now because mm-hmm. the results. Yeah. I mean, if if you think about it, after the 2018 World Cup, the US was in shambles, right? Was yeah. it 2018? Yeah, 2018. It was in shambles. They didn't make so the like, World Cup. Yeah, they didn't make They didn't make the World Cup. It's like, what's going to happen? And, and, you know, so it's kind of like they were, we're in, their, we're in that spot right now, right? Yeah. We're in that spot right now. So I think every so often your teams tend to fall into that rebuilding stage at some point, right? We have to do that. But again, I think the mentality has to change. Um, again, we all have opinions, right? And everyone on Twitter has an opinion. Everyone's a coach. Everyone's a manager. Everyone's a, a directivo. Everyone has the solutions. But yet we go to work at a $15 an hour job at Burger King. You know, like, I guess, you know, we really got life figured out. But um, no, I think that, I think that, like you said, we should be dominating that. I think that's always been the expectation. Um, but I'm expecting a different, a different result here against the U.S. Or at least a different passion. Because again, if you look at the U.S., they had a lot of their young Latino players have that spark, right? They had that drive. They're fast. Um, and so when they were starting out, you were kind of like, man, these kids are fast. These kids are pretty good. And they still didn't get a lot. They still didn't have a lot of like, like technical uh, play down. But then over the years, they just they just got better, right? And they improved. So I expect us. I expect us to do the same. So that's where we're going to see, like, just like you said, I love that example you give the U.S. Hey, they were down. They were embarrassed. They didn't make the World Cup. That was like the low of the low. But they rose, they, they rose up. They, they came mm-hmm. back and said, all right, you know, we're not going to have this. Dude, we, we, we can, Mexicanos, that's, that's our life, isn't it, though? Like, yeah. you know, people yeah. push us down, but we stand back up and we, so let's see, let's see what these players are. But to your other question, what do I think about the whole booing and the reaction to players and everything like that? You know, as as fans, we're we're entitled to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. We're entitled to get upset. We're entitled to demand more. Uh, now, was it warranted? Should have? I mean, I don't know. You know, it's, I can't be. I I can't talk for those fans that were there. But I know, me on the television, I was I was getting pissed off. I was going, "No, this sucks." I mean, what what other way can we show our frustration? We we can't go and talk and you know knock on the door and be like hey can I talk to you for a minute you know we, mm-hmm. we can't be caramelo and walk in an elevator and talking to the director <laughs> technical mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so how else can we show our frustration in that that way or or, or what's the other alternative go to Twitter and, and be that Twitter Twitter king but not many of us have them I mean mm-hmm. I think we just have to let them know somehow and I think that's the only way I mm-hmm. mean if they're frustrated but, or upset about it then I mean welcome to yeah. welcome to sports yeah well I think that they know it. I mean, they, they, they know it. It's not like they have no idea that the fans are frustrated. They're frustrated too. I bet you, right? I bet you that that they think, hey, we need to score some goals. We need to win some games convincingly because the 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 fan base is going to jump on our ass. That, who who wouldn't think like that? That's normal, right? Like anybody, you take any team in professional sports, they're going to think the same thing. And then again, obviously the whole, oh, it's a cash cow, right? All they want is the money. I truly don't think I, there might be individuals who have different interests at some points during promotional games, friendlies, et cetera. 
Um, but I think overall, they really want to succeed. You know, I think they really want to succeed because if they succeed, the team succeeds, then there's more money to be made. I mean, if that eventually, essentially, look at the look at the Phoenix Rising locally here in Phoenix, right? So, you know, they when they first started, they started out strong, fan base didn't have a lot of winning seasons, attendance dropped, they struggled for a long time. Drogba came in, was a big star player, then he started winning some games. And what do you know? They're in the Western Conference Finals. The fans are packed. They're there. A couple of years later, they don't make it or or they fall short. And then the tennis starts to dwindle down. You know, so it's like winning solves everything. You know, winning solves everything. And I think they know that. You know, I, I don't, it's hard for me to believe that they would say, screw the fans, just go play. We don't care. I, I they're worried. I truly believe they're worried and they need to find a solution. And well, again, the, you know. Let's look at let's look at the counter, man. I mean, the, this the 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 size of the fan base between the U.S. and Mexico. Mm-hmm. There, there, yeah. there's no comparison, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm not, ashamed. I'm, I'm, I'm not. This is fact, right? When you look yeah. at the stadiums here in the U.S., besides, of course, in Ohio, right? When we're talking about the Cincinnati or Columbus games, but the, the four the four thousand seat stadium, yeah, 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 yeah. Where they where they try to be very, they have to go above and beyond to stop fans from coming mm-hmm. to Mexico, mm-hmm. but. Dude, it doesn't compare, but look at U.S. is showing results. So, yeah. But yeah. remember, dude, if you go back, people have short-term memories. If you go back after the 2018 World Cup, you and U.S. is a perfect example, right? We like to, even though there, there, there are rivals, we always like to measure ourselves to our rivals, right? Our yeah. biggest rivals on the school playground, in the in, in the classroom, in at work, in prison. Right? So they they were playing friendlies, and the stadiums are empty. No one went, but no one ever really talked about it, right? Because again, the media, I think the media, the Mexican media is so focused and they micro, I mean, the, the, the selections on the microscope that any little twitch or move the wrong way, it just blows up, right? In the US, I mean, they could have a few games with empty stadiums and, you know, you've got a few, you know, legendary commentators like, uh, like Hercules or, uh, uh, that's uh, last right like they're, they're staples right they're staples and they'll comment and whatnot and they have their fan base and other than that that's pretty much it but i mean the mexican media you've got all fox the univision uh telemundo you got espn you got all these different everything just focused on the selection so it's everything you know it happens a lot for example like with teams that are very very popular like the, i'm just gonna we're gonna i'm gonna change sports like the dallas cowboys right the dallas cowboys probably the second if not the most popular team uh, in professional football right people are going to argue that right Uh, rightfully so right right right, rightfully so but dude you turn on you turn on the news and it doesn't matter where you're in the country they're always talking about the cowboys that they they you know they didn't sign this guy and this is going on with the owner and and you're in florida and they're talking about the cowboys you're in arizona and they're talking about the Cowboys. so again the selection is pretty much the same way right and they don't talk about the Jaguars or they don't talk about the Cleveland Browns all over the country, only in Cleveland. So the, 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 again, the media, it's just the Mexican media is just so focused because that's yeah. their, they're consumed. That's their passion. And it just, any little twitch the wrong way, it just, it just well, blows up. You know, we had that, we were talking about that documentary that came out right before the world cup. Right. I love that conversation we had or the, what they were talking about that documentary. And I forgot what that was called. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to blank, but, 
he made a good point when he said, hey, it's it's multifaceted, right? It's not just the players. It's, it's like it's a whole mentality mm-hmm. around this because, dude, there's – and I imagine other countries are shocked. The size of the country that Mexico is, the amount of talent we have, and how really it's really the main sport in the country. Yeah, there's, you know, there's other ones like baseball and, um, you know, a couple other Olympic events and things like that. But, dude, that's a, that's a sport. That's a national mm-hmm. pastime. Right. How Mexico hasn't done what uh, anything greater than that, right? Compared to mm-hmm. other countries where they're smaller, they still, you know, they don't have the same amount of resources, fun- funding, but they, they super exceed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but it's it's the fans it's the media it's the players and it's the is the director uh, you know the the whole federation right everything mm-hmm. there somehow is just we're just are we cursed are we just mm-hmm. constantly no just- no i just think i think that you know obviously yeah it takes time i mean i think i mean we're like how long how time how long does it actually take to win the fifth game right or to go to the fifth game well shit it's every four years it's the luck of the draw i mean i think a lot of it has to do with like I say, suerte del campeón. For example, you got teams like Argentina, Brazil, Germany. Those teams, they don't they don't play a lot of friends like we do, right? And those particular teams, once they they play in the the group stage, if you don't get them out of the group stage, hold on to your seats, right? Because they are going to van a ganar vuelo, and they're just going to catch momentum. And those are the teams that succeed, right? We there's there's no reason why we have so many friendlies throughout the year tournaments. And then hit the ground running during World Cup, we should be like firing on all cylinders, right? But again, uh, a, there's a lot of different reasons why. And I just think that, you know, we there's been times where we've had better teams and, you know, a, a missed penal or a mistake on the pass or something, you know, kind of has been our Achilles heel, right? The bad luck, right? But yeah, um, I mean, again, yeah. it's, it's just crazy. I mean, I just, one, I mean, I don't know. I, I think our goal, Cornet, is before we leave this earth, we want mm-hmm. to see we want to see them succeed and get a yeah. get get it right. Um, yeah. The 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 documentary again was Mexico Campeón del Mundo. Oh yes, uh, and the director was Fernando Calif. Man, I, again, I just the way that was a great that. documentary. I was trying to I was trying to convince all my friends watch it, watch it, download it, watch it, yeah. and you start watching it and you start believing. It was almost like a it's almost like a motor. It's almost like I'm watching Tony Robbins, right? Like it's a motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, know what it was? The 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 uh, World Baseball Classic. I think the baseball players saw that that video, that documentary, and they got all vamanos. <laughs> Dude, I mean, think about look at look at what happened. I mean, the World Baseball Classic. I mean, we were able to get as far as we got. And dude, it just caught fire, and people were just dying. We're dying for it. We're yeah. starving for wins. And and dude, I mean, we know there's a lot of Mexican baseball fans, but dude, the minute they they started winning, it was like, oh. Like I said, with for example, like the local teams, if yeah. you don't winning solves everything, right? So. Oh, and it was it would do talk about. I mean, that I, I think that that regenerate or uh, revitalized baseball, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. but baseball has kind of been like, uh, I mean, some some cities and and, and uh, teams are are you know they they fill up more, they have more fan, more more agarre, but this right here, I think it just it, it, I'm like. Why don't we do that's amazing. That was that was like the talk of the town, bro. Like and, and even and even well, obviously the final, if you got a chance to watch the final game with US versus Japan, I mean it was like a Cinderella, yeah. like a, like it was a storyline, right? You had the two teammates, two probably the best players in, in 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 MLB right now, face each other and one beats the other to win the title or to win yeah. the championship, bro. And it's like 
Like if you, what else can you ask for? Dude, it, totally. it reminds me like the Wild West, dude. Like you have like yep. your, your showdown. Listos para mm-hmm. like una pistola. Let's go. Yeah. You know, it's just oh. Yeah. Honestly, so I thought different. I thought the final should. I mean, the final for me was Mexico versus Japan. That game was also. Yeah, that was yeah exactly, dude. Exactly, all the games were great. Oh, dude. So again, okay. look at that. That's another example of how the Mexicanos like we can rise up, dude. We just we just had to figure it out, man. And mm-hmm. um, so you didn't answer the question on your end. What do you? Think about the fan, the fan base, and the reaction of the players. So. I I think um, I think they're quick to judge. You know, um, I do understand the frustration because I get frustrated myself as well. You know, well, you get booed a and lot so, too. So. Yeah, I do, right? <laughs> but here's one. Here's the thing that that I think about. So they don't really play a lot of games in the Azteca. Well, you know, just the qualifiers or whatnot, right? And the main complaint is why do they not play in the Azteca for friendly games, right? Well, maybe if the fans didn't weren't as critical, or maybe they just had a better, you know, fun time. Maybe they would have more games. I don't know. I just, I just thought they had a golden opportunity. They finally had Las Teca full, tons of fans, and you know, it just, it just went south, bro. You know, the the storyline was that was just a bad storyline. The takeaway, finally, that they finally had a lot of fans at the Las Teca. And that's what they took away from it, you know, with the fans booing. You know what I mean? I just, oh, I don't like it. And again, I don't know. I don't know. I don't go to many games in the Azteca, right? I've been there, but yeah. you know, if you come to a game in the U.S., it's a party atmosphere, right? Depending, and not if you're in PVA section or not, wherever you are, people want to go out and get time because they want to feel like they're in Mexico. They, they, that's their that's their pride and their joy. And and absolutely, when there's no goals and you don't win, they do get frustrated as well. But I don't think it's as bad unless I'm unless I'm missing something. I don't know. Yeah, I know. No, I, I mean the thing about it, I think that's why Elasteca doesn't have that same intimidation anymore for yeah. the opposing fans. I mean, mm-hmm. the last several ones have ended up in ties. You mm-hmm. know, they don't they don't go in fearing playing in Elasteca. You, I, yeah. I'll tell you, you know, the U.S. players. Now you mentioned it. They're like, yeah, we're we're we, let's go, right? Yeah. I mean, um, I think they intimidate. They're more intimidated playing Mexico here in the states maybe than mm-hmm. they are in Elasteca. You know, but. Yeah, you know, we can. It could be another conversation for another time. Mm-hmm. But let's Definitely. go into um, Mexico, U.S., Arizona, Phoenix coming up again. We're talking mm-hmm. about the weather. Um, you know, we, the announcement went out about the tickets. Um, how did how did that go, Cornet? Was it was it crazy? A lot of a lot of a lot of people, a lot of interest. What what is that? Like? Um, yeah, like 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 normal, like normal, right? As soon as these games are over, people, I was like, okay, well, this is going to be interesting. Let's see who who wants to go. And <laughs> believe it or not. People were interested, regardless of the two, you know, mediocre showings. They were like, yeah, we're interested. We're going to go. And, and yeah, they're, they're gearing up. The only thing that made it really, really difficult is the fact that it's on a Wednesday during the week. Now, locally, people are taking a day off and they're planning. I mean, the planning that, that they're doing to go to this game, is, is, is the response is phenomenal compared to, you know, uh, a, I mean, compared to a weekend, right? A weekend's going to be even more, but look, uh, we didn't have as many travelers coming in from out of town because it's a work day. But I bet you if it was a Saturday, Sunday, dude, people would fly in because, you know, obviously they, yeah. they, they wanted to come to the game and it because the scheduling wise it's convenient. Now brings me to Las Vegas, right? And as soon as the Las Vegas uh, game was announced, my phone was blowing off the hook. I mean, everybody, we had Atlanta, Charlotte, um, Jersey, Virginia, Florida. I mean, they're gearing Tennessee, 
they're gearing up to fly out all the way to Vegas, right? We got people from Mexico calling me, hey, we're going to Vegas. Uh, you obviously got Texas, people from AC, California, like everyone's like going to Vegas now. Is it because it's in Vegas? Yes, it helps. It's helps. a plus. It's a help, but it's a semifinal and against who? The US. US. Yeah, we're hungry. We're hungry for that win. Dude, all right, we have two upcoming games, matches against the US, man. Are we gonna are we gonna win one of these finally? I think we will. I, I I'm always I've always had faith. I think we're gonna win it, definitely. Out and then we the got two? the final. Yeah, I think out we're gonna win two, both. Out of the two, which one do you think is the most likely will the the they'll pull it off? Uh they're gonna pull off the 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 one that we're gonna surprise everybody and I think it's gonna be the Vegas game, right? Because we've got this game to prepare and then we got the Vegas game to go to. So I think that uh, you know, obviously the coach is is under scrutiny right now, and they're they're going to need to either get some new blood, which I think that that's what they're going to do. They're going to get some new blood. You know, they might have a little bit of difficult time playing with each other, which I think the U.S. game in Phoenix is perfect for them because it leads right into into the semifinal game. So, in other words, what I'm hearing you say that the Phoenix game is a is a kind of like a test a test run, a test drive mm-hmm. leading up to the next match. Him yep. an opportunity to experiment with new players to determine, okay. This is this is the, these are the players that I can bring to the next game along with the you know whatever starters he wants uh, that weren't mm-hmm. there. Yep. Um, okay. And I, ex- I expect I expect Chicharito Chicharito to come play in Phoenix and in in you in uh, in Vegas. Well, it I makes really sense. It makes sense to get Chicharito back, accoladed with the team. Um, mm-hmm. Bring bring his leadership, right? Bring mm-hmm. bring in the seniority that he has. That passion too, because I think, I mean, and I'm not saying that the players don't have that passion because I really do think they do have that passion. But again, if you have the leading goal scorer there still active, you know, pushing you, pulling you, guiding you on the field, you know, maybe they need that leadership, that leadership on the field. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think, I think having him and like, just like I said, a lot of people would say, why do you carry Waterloo for so many years? Because he's been there, his leadership. That's yeah. kind of why he was there. You, you you had the same thing with the older players, right? Um, and and in this case, Rafa Marquez, exactly. So again, you pull in you, you, Chicharito because people have been calling for him, right? So you're kind of saying, okay, we're we're going to listen to the fan base, and we're going to bring you Chicharito. So now I think that the pressure now is going to would be on Chicharito because it's like yeah. now everything's going to be focused on him. And then if he doesn't score. I knew it. That's why you did it. Whatever. That's why you're in the MLS. You can only you can only imagine. Oh, but you're, think, you're, you're already predicting what the what the outcome is going to be either way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And again, with, with Chicharito, he's and then you don't think he's going to have going to want to prove something. He's definitely going to want to prove something. You know, he'll come in there and I have a prediction. He's going to get in there. He's going to score a couple goals and be like, "I told you so. You guys left me off the roster. You yeah, left me yeah. off the Sub Diecisiete. You left me off the World Cup roster." And and this is what you're missing out because I think he has a little bit. We have a little bit of chicharito in all of us, right? If you get passed up for a promotion, mm-hmm. if 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 a if, if a girlfriend leaves you or a boyfriend leaves you, you you go, you work out, you get better, you always get better, and you're gonna prove them wrong. And yeah. I think he's got something to prove, and I think I think he's got the fire to do it. That's a great analogy, dude. So basically, yeah, I see chicharito being as the you know he got dumped and he's working on his, his revenge body, you yeah. know. He's, he's oh, getting yeah. a glow up, trying to be like, this is why you left me? Yeah. yeah exactly. You left <laughs> no, me for that? Yeah, you left me for that? Um, <laughs> wow, dude, that's a great great example. And I think, you know, as you were saying that, honestly, I think, yeah, a lot of the the personality, el, el, como te dice, el, um, 
la identidad de, de la selección mexicana, I honestly feel, I don't know why I keep going back to this, but I feel that it, it really got lost once Rafa Marquez retired. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think we ever had somebody that would, that replaced him as that, mm -hmm. you know, Chicharito could have been that person for the World Cup. I, I truly yeah. believe that could have been the case because Guardado is a great, um, you know, great leader when it comes in the court, not, but not as, as vocal, not as, You know, when the rival, you know, because people do, when they saw Rafa Marquez come in, like he was like the villain for the U.S. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Just like Donovan is for, for us, right? Yeah. Or was for us, right? Like you see Donovan, you're like, oh, don't score. Oh, you scored. You know what I mean? And it's like that, that he's that guy that draws attention. I mean, we need that. I think we need that fire. We need a Cuauhtemo, right? We need that. That it was fiery on the field, you know, even though he plays for America. But, mm -hmm. you know, he's got, he, he takes that pride. Luis yeah. Hernandez, they take that pride with them. And you want to, you want to see that, you know, and, and that's what we're, we're, we're longing for that. And it's sad that the young generation didn't really get a chance to see these guys play. They were probably younger. They don't, they could probably look up on YouTube and watch all that stuff. But it was a different atmosphere a long time ago. And I don't say a long time ago, I know 10, 15 years ago, I don't know, I'm old, so I, I'm bad with math, but you mean, you, you look at the old, <laughs> you look at the old videos, you look at the old videos in Azteca, yeah. and dude, it is, it is packed, and people are just jumping and going crazy, yeah. right, crazy, and so when you walk through that stadium, you can just hear the crowd, and that fear sets in, just like when you go to Nicaragua, or they go to El Salvador, and they play there, it's, it, it is just packed, and you're like, oh, shit, yeah. right, right, and I think that, that their, their pride nationality their their national pride overtakes them and that's what they're they, they go they go hey we know we're not better than mexico but our national pride we are very prideful and we're going to show that and so again i think that us as a mexican fan base need to do the same thing because i look at it as pride right people go why yeah. do you spend your money on la selección i go well one i like football two um i love la selección and three yeah. i love mexico so with yeah. me it's it's all about It, it goes beyond the sport. It goes, it's patriotism, right? It's, 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 that's me. That's who I am. That's my blood, right? And so I think if everybody looked at it like that, you know, and with, I have a friend, Juve, uh, saludos, Juve. And he told me one time, we, we, we chat a lot. He said, he said, you know what gets me? Well, I'm, I'm rephrasing it because he told me yeah, Spanish. Yeah, yeah. He, goes, he goes, you know what gets me is when we play teams like Guatemala and, and I don't know, Nicaragua, whoever, right? And, you know, respect to those teams as well, right? But he goes, when we're losing or the crowd starts saying, si se puede, si se puede. He's like, really? Like, si se puede against like Guatemala or like, uh, like Nicaragua or like Guadalupe? Like, really? Like, do we have to rally to beat these teams? We're, we're, we, should, we should be beating the teams anyways. We need to be using those chants against Brazil or against like a Germany mm -hmm. Or Spain, right? Because you got, you got to pull everyone together because it's the season for the against the giant, right? We're the giants, and we're you're yelling season for the against I don't know uh, Cesar Chavez High School, right? Suriname, dude. Yeah, and respect to those teams, right? I definitely want don't 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 want to disrespect those teams as well, right? But again, But, like yeah. Cuba, right? They, like Cuba, Cuba is clearly a baseball team. They're not a football team, so. When we're saying Chita Puede against Cuba, like really? No, you make a valid point, dude. It's it should that should be for those like we're just trying to rant, uh, rally and, and chant and get them surpass those big giants, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But not to like 
you know, teams that just started playing or teams right. that have no history, haven't made a World Cup, like that shouldn't be the case, man. It's- yeah, yeah. And, and and we've gotten to that point now where we need to that rally cry against these teams that haven't even, like you said, made the made a World Cup appearance. Yeah, or even a go, you know, even even Pio, they haven't made a gold cup. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they haven't been qualified to make it to the the gold cup that we have yeah. for Coca which is crazy. Yeah. So so ha- have our have our standards dropped? I mean, uh, no, I mean, I think our standards are still up there, but I mean, yeah. Uh, you get what I'm saying though, right? Yeah. Oh, I get you, man. So, uh again, just a recap, still too early. We got to give it a little bit of time, but as we know, I mean, if if, if the results keep going where the way they are, I don't see the coach lasting, you know, very long. You know, I, I see this. I see this turnaround happening sooner than later. Uh, I know the push to having a uh, you know director técnico mexicano is constantly being pressured. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, hey, be careful what you ask for. You know, we'll get one, and then maybe the same result. It's just one of the we never know, right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. Other thing too, fan base. I know we're frustrated. No, we're and same thing with the players. It's just one of those things. Right now, we're in a bad place. You know, we got we got punched in the mouth several times and we're in a, in a low right now. We just have to bounce back up, man. We got to, mm-hmm. as you founding out, the support's still there. You know, a lot of us, if we, love, if we truly love Mexico, we're always going to go see them. You know, we're always mm-hmm. going to cheer for them. Mm-hmm. Just a question of when is it finally going to click? When are we going to have the right mix of players, the players mm-hmm. that have the same agarre, that can just, you know, put it on the, on the, on the court and have that pride? Mm-hmm. To, you know, to just to do to give it all, man. Like, you know, don't 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 hold back. Um, we'll see. Because yeah, you look at um, oh man, I just had, but I, had, I lost my train of thought when it, as far as uh, when you're talking about putting it putting it all all on all on the line, right? Yeah. Um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Okay. I saw a blinking light. <laughs> oh. Speaking of uh, putting it on the line, uh, Fortnite is not putting it on the line in this podcast. He's no, absolutely not. Yeah, definitely. Talk about a player or a situation. You know what we're what we're going to what were you thinking about? Mm, no, I don't know. I forgot. Oh, let's talk about Phoenix, right? Let's talk about the games coming up in Phoenix, right? So let's, yeah, let's talk about that. So what um you know information? I don't think we don't have anything up to date, or just keep it ready on the pages. What do we have so far? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you definitely want to follow the pages. Uh, we will update our tail. We're gonna actually have a tailgate. I've already confirmed with the band. Uh, we're in the process of confirming the um food right so we, we're definitely going to have a tailgate so just be on the lookout for the postings as far as the location um, right now the first and foremost is to make sure everybody gets their ticket um, and then from there we'll be able to you know um, communicate. Post the tailgate, communicate and then Las Vegas we do have a section in Las Vegas we don't have any details on ticket pricing or when will they be available but I do want to offer this bit of advice as soon as the tickets become available do not wait they're gonna go fast like hotcakes like tamales like pan like beer and so as soon as we as soon as the tickets go on sale um get ready to purchase now i would suggest also get a hold of your local battalion captain right so if the nearest battalion captain is reno nevada Get a hold of Pedro over there, Coronel 2.0. Uh, you can, if, if you're in the East Coast, obviously we've got David in Atlanta, we've got Chico in Charlotte, um, we've got uh, Mario in Nashville, you know, we've got Virginia, Alejandro in Virginia, we've got New York, we've got all the East Coast. Get a hold of those, your local chapter. And again, that way we can make sure you get your ticket. Um, you'll, you'll, we'll have tickets available. 
But yeah. just again, we just don't know. Hang tight. It's still be finding thing out, but the game's in June, right? So we're April, May, June. Yeah, so three, a few months away. So we still got a little bit of time. Yeah, make your patient. preparations. Make Be patient. Make your preparations. Book your flights. Book your hotel room because we know the dates. And we know that if it, we will win the semifinal, we'll be playing the final on Sunday. But if for whatever reason the referee decides to stick his nose in there or his yellow or red, or red cards, we'll be playing the third place game. You know, but so either way. Yeah. We'll either way, either way, we'll we'll be out there. Vegas is always a good time. Thank you, Gunner, for the updates. Um, yeah. you know, just be patient. You know, really if, if you haven't even um if you're watching this or you're come across this and you're and you want to join us, you want to start getting for those tickets, just uh reach out. You know, we'll connect you with the with somebody out there on the east coast, the west coast, wherever you're at, this mm-hmm. the the state, um, mm-hmm. to get you hooked up and connected, man. You can uh definitely reach us at Via's Army on Instagram, Pancho Villas Army on Facebook, and my um, Instagram right here, my handle. You can contact me directly. I usually use Instagram more than I do Facebook, so please be patient. Instagram is probably the one that I'll probably answer the quickest. And if you need my phone number, we're not going to post this, but just hit me up, and I will personally send you my phone number. Um, and, And again, phone call away or text away, super quick to respond. So again, uh, Cornel's number is six two three hot phoenix at the Finiquera. <laughs> All right, man. Well, again, Cornel, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for the updates. Thanks for your thoughts and um, you know your quick takes on what's been going on. Uh, we're planning on trying to get uh, some more guests and more folks coming joining us. So be ready for some more episodes leading up to the game here on the on the nineteenth of April yeah. against uh, US. Um, so we more content coming your way. So thanks again. Hasta la próxima. Aquí desde Phoenix, Arizona, which is not hot right now. It's gorgeous. Until next time. Adios. Bye-bye.